Welcome to track number four of Bustalization. The spiritual things that you need to get, do you see, are what concern me right now. Do you understand? Yes. I want to talk to you about spiritual relationships. Now, seven important spiritual relationships. A spiritual relationship is a channel through which something spiritual is given to you. Amen. Do you understand my message? I'll say it again. A spiritual relationship is a channel, all right, through which you know or you can come by some spiritual blessing. How many realize you need a blessing? Power with men and power with God. Because as Jacob wrestled all night, he had managed Esau, managed Rebekah, managed his two wives, managed his maids, managed Laban. Now he was coming to manage spiritual things. And he managed it too. So I need you to become the most spiritual shepherd ever, ever to be seen in mega church. Mega two. You shall be spiritual. Carnality will never be found in you from tonight. Oh, I didn't hear your louder amen. Lukewarm Christianity will never be found in your life. When they are looking for a spiritual firebrand, they will come and look for you. Yes, both the lay pastors, the shepherds, they are going to find a spiritual person. In Mega Church 1, we had unspiritual pastors. Pastors who struggle with spiritual things. But in Mega Church 2, you will love speaking in tongues. You will not play you will not play secular radio in your car. For what reason? What is the reason for which you are playing a, 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 a secular music in your environment? In your office. Once you are there, they'll call you Osofo. They say pastor, priest. All those carnal appearances are vanishing from tonight. They must know that a priest is in operation. Can I have an amen? So, 
you are going to have to develop what I call a spiritual relationship. Let me, let me give you an example. If Pastor Eddie can give you uh, $1,000. Come, my brother. <laughs> Pastor Eddie, do you know him? Okay, go, go. I don't want you. Stand, you. Stand. Do you know her? No. Come. Oh, Lord, you are familiar. Fortune. Sister Fortune. Wow. Fortunate. You are fortunate. Receive good fortune. Now, Sister Fortune, do you believe Pastor Eddie can give you 10 million CDs. Yeah, of course, I believe it. Of course you believe. Come. <laughs> Come. Do you want 10 million CDs? I don't know what I'll use it for. You don't know what you use it for? Okay, go, go back to your seat. <laughs> Who wants 10 million CDs? Stand over there, the blue shirt. Pastor Eddie, do you know him? This guy. As a dancer, sit down. Stand up, you. Do you know him? What's your name? Benjamin. When Jacob's last child was coming. That was one of Rachel's last manipulations. She called the child Benoni child of my sorrows she was trying to spoil the, the child's life before she was dying she wanted to spoil the whole thing and die Jacob said no 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 shall be called Benjamin because the mothers had been naming all their children in those days the mothers were naming the children yeah Leah will mention the name bam, bam, bam. sex Benjamin come do you want 10 million CDs? Yeah. What are you going to do with 10 million? I believe I can build a house now. You can build a house. Yeah. Huh? Okay, Benjamin, come. Pastor Eddie, do you know him? Have you seen him before? Yes. You've seen him before? Okay, go, go. I don't want you. I don't want you. Okay, you come. Yeah, in the white shirt, come. Pastor Eddie, do you know this guy? You know him? Okay, sit down. Stand up. Pastor Eddie, do you know him? Yes, son. Joshua. Who is Joshua? You know him, Joshua. Okay. At the back, they stand up. Pastor, do you know him? Come, come. You don't know him. Okay. 
go out into the darkness and march in come straight to Pastor Eddie and ask him for 10 million CDs go out there okay come back from the darkness I need 10 million cities from you. Yes, sir. Well, why should I give you 10 million cities? I don't know you from anywhere. Give me 25 reasons why I should give you 10 million. seen you before eh? I've not seen you before you have never come to me why should I give you 10 million cities eh? the, the first reason is because first time you are coming is when you need something I don't have 10 million cities for you Jesus, I know. The bishop, I know. But you, who are you? <laughs> okay. Now, Bridget Marian, come and ask Pastor Eddie for 10 million cities. Hey, is there a red ant? Hello. Hello, Reverend Adi. Can you help me with 10 million? Oh, BM. The best. <laughs> you have asked the heart. But I am but, the best. But I, I'll think about it. I mean. Reverend Adi, I don't have time for you to think about it. Mercy. Mercy. Oh, BM. I just saw your checkbook at the back of your car. Mercy. <laughs> right now, My 10 children million. are being I mean, thrown out of school. If you do not give me 10 million, Mercy. I'll have children who will be out of school today. Mercy. I uh, beg you. Ushers. <laughs> bring, bring my checkbook quickly. <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Do you think Bridget Marion or that guy, where is he? Come back. There go. Come. Which of these two is likely to get something from Pastor Eddie? Why? Relationship. Do you have any relationship with Pastor Eddie? What is the basis for coming to ask him for 10 million? You can easily be seen as a madman. Yeah. Bishop told me to come and ask him for 10 million. It's like you are known. Re- return to your seat before something happens to you. Quickly. 
So, relationships are important channels uh, through which things can flow. Something can pass. So when you, so let me give you seven relations. Number one, knowing people. All right. Not after the flesh. Somebody should read Second Corinthians five sixteen. Anybody who finds it can stand up and read it. Anybody who sees it. Anybody at all. The guy who didn't get the 10 million is trying to win. I'm trying to make yourself known. Yes. Okay. So the first relationship is knowing somebody after the flesh. Do you see? The second is knowing somebody not after the flesh. Are you there? You can know somebody after the flesh. Maybe a relative or in the natural. But then you can know somebody spiritually. Are you there? So knowing people after the flesh, like Jesus was known in Mark 6 and Luke 4, you see where his relatives knew him after the flesh. Is this not a carpenter's son? Is it not this? Is it not Joseph's son? Is it not Mary's son? Those things. So you know somebody after the flesh. The second one is to know somebody spiritually. Do you understand? Like many of you, I don't know you after the flesh, but I know you spiritually. And some of you, I know you after the flesh, and I also know you spiritually. Number three. The next type of spiritual relationship is being close with someone. Spiritual. Close. Being close. Or being with someone. First Corinthians chapter 5. Somebody should read First Corinthians chapter 5 verse 4. Let's see what's there. I hope it's the right verse. If it's not, we just carry on. Read on. Okay, read verse 4 again. Okay. Here again is another kind of relationship actually. Is where you are actually close. Huh? You are close to somebody in the spirit. Like Paul said, when you are gathered and I'm there in the spirit. Verse 3 is the verse. Okay, what's verse 3? Read it, brother man. Very good. Very good. So you see here, being absent in body but present in spirit. So you can actually also have another kind of relationship where you are, you, uh, you are with the person. 
Okay? In Acts chapter 1 or chapter 2, the Bible says, this guy has companied with us. You know, that's another way. You, you are actually with, physically with people. Do you understand? Yeah. Now, the next thing is, um, you can also know things you can also watch people spiritually. Alright? You can watch people spiritually. Hebrews 13 verse 17, he says, for we watch for your soul. Alright? So, somebody can actually watch over your soul. You may, we can actually have a relation with somebody where the person watches for your soul. Do you see? You can have a relationship with somebody where even when the person is not present physically, he's present in spirit in the room with you. What do you think? One common thing that happens is people will say, I had a dream and you were talking to me. One of the most dramatic experiences I ever had was when somebody appeared to me in my study and spoke to me. To do something. Somebody whom I listen to. Preach. The person appeared in my room. I tell you. And advised me. Very very strongly. To do something. So that person. Is somebody I have been listening to. And following. Watching. Learning. Do you understand? So, you can actually have a spiritual relationship with someone. The next one, you can have spiritual father to son relationship with somebody. Or spiritual father to daughter. It's the same thing. Like Elijah and Elisha. Where Elisha said, my father, my father. But he was actually the son of Shaphat. The next one is you can have spiritual marriage where you are interlocked with the person. What is physical marriage? The male organ is interlocked with the female organ and the two bodies have joined. Mercy. <laughs> you don't understand the message? And spiritual marriage. Read Romans 7 verse 4. You will see that you can actually be interlocked with somebody spiritually such that you cannot disconnect. And when you disconnect, you will suffer because you are actually experiencing spiritual divorce. Mercy. Romans 7 verse 4. This spiritual marriage leads to great fruitfulness. Jesus is saying here that. So that thing when we, Jesus is saying here, you can be married to Christ. So sometimes when you say somebody is married to Christ, or Christ is my husband, you see, it's a real thing. Amen. You can be married spiritually. Amen. It's another kind of relationship. And it also leads to. So you can have a spiritual relationship with somebody. He watches over your soul. 
or you watch over the person. Somebody is absent physically, but you are with the person in spirit all the time. Even when the person is absent, because the person is of great importance to you. You have a relationship where it's a father and a son. You have a relationship where you, you, you know people, but you just know them after the flesh. You have another relationship where you know them, but you know them spiritually. And that's why Paul said, I've decided from now not to know somebody after the flesh, but after the spirit. Alright? And read somebody, read Galatians 4 verse 19. My little what? Children. Children. Of See? Yes. You can have a relationship with somebody where the person is like your little child. Amen. Amen. Now, all these relationships will give something. Every relationship is a channel. Do you see? So, what I want to say is, the guy who came to ask for the 10 million, where is he? You are far less likely to get this money from Pastor Eddie than Lady Pastor Bridges Marion. And the reason is not that British Marion has been campaigning or asking for the money. But she has been building a relationship. And one day, she may capitalize on that relationship to take something. What do you think? I want to say it again. If you ask something for somebody 10,000 times, 10,000 times the thing is going further away from you. But if you build a relationship with somebody for 9,900 times, and one time, one day, you ask for something, it's likely that the person will give you something. Yeah. So what you need is rather to build relationship. So those who stay and have a spirit of hiding mouse, or spirit of mouse, where you are always in the shadows, hiding, you understand? You don't know that you are keeping yourself further away from ever getting something. Amen. It's true. Amen. There are some people, if they were to ask me for almost anything, I would give to them. Almost anything. Because they haven't asked me. One day, a, a minister he, who you know, I know very well or quite well, he asked me for some, he asked me for some money. You know, he was doing something. He, need, he needed money. You know, and we didn't have money at all. But I said, I called, I said, Prince, listen, this guy doesn't ask for anything. And the fact that he has asked, it must be important. And I would not like him to be embarrassed. Do you see? That it's like he made a mistake of asking. So I said, whatever the case, give him this thing. Do you understand? So you have 9,900 times to build a relationship. One day, you may just ask for one. I remember one day, I went to play golf somewhere. I played one day twice and I played with somebody. When I finished playing with him, he just asked me, you know, because I've if I play with you, I'll play nicely, I'll befriend you. He asked me, oh, he wants to go to England. So if I can write 
a letter with a bank statement do you see to help him to go and I said ah I have just seen you two times I've played with you you nice everything do you see but I should write bank statement and I can tell you something if I want you to go to England I can make you go yeah I won't lie to you if I want you to go you'll go <laughs> yeah so I took out 30,000 and I gave him 30,000 the relationship we have built is up to the level of 30,000. It's not up to the level of invitation letter, bank statement. Each level of relationship has what it can bring. I, I, I think when he asked, I increased it to 50,000. This is the highest this level of relationship can go. 50,000. What do you think? Am I saying something wrong? Every relationship and what it brings to you. And so some of us have not built even spirit. Like, you, like what I'm saying is you don't need to know somebody's spirit. You don't need to know the person Physically. You know, one of the people that I admire is Benny Hinn. I don't need to meet him. I don't ever need to meet him till I die. There's no need for me. I know him after the spirit. I, don't, I never need to sit here with him. I mean, we're not even, I mean, I, it may, I may even not like him after I've met him. Uh-huh. Because maybe it's like, well, this African pastor who is here, he says he's church. He's hopping around. And all. I don't need, I don't want that. You see, it's not necessary. I'm blessed that I know the person after the spirit. But you see, even I realized that something spiritual was happening. The fact that I suddenly realized that he was a very important person in the church. And that he has preserved anointing in the church when nobody has that anointing. I realized that it was a great thing. But you see, that realization was a spiritual experience for me. So every relationship and so you, what you have to rather do is to build a relationship, yeah. not to ask for things or even to pray for things. Yeah. You are praying for T.D. Jake's anointing. No, 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 no. You, you see, rather you build a relationship with him. Do you understand? Follow him through his tapes, his books, his this, his that, whatever. You know, slowly you build, you understand him more. You relate with him more. And maybe one day, even without ask, sometimes when you build a relationship, you don't ask for things, so things are given to you. <laughs> you see, because I was taking out 30,000 to give to the guy without him asking. But even when he asked, it could add only 20,000. So, some of us, you are in the church, but your relationship is not spiritual. You don't even know what I preach. You don't listen to me preaching. You are not following. There is no admiration in your eyes for the anointing and for the gift of God. It is to you as Mickey Mouse or Donald Duck walking up and down. 
But a time has come when you must now build a spiritual relationship. Because sometimes you have somebody, the person relates with you in the natural and never get anything spiritual. It's very sad. Very, very, very sad. And if you don't take care, you can get something negative. Because Judas, I tell you, if he had not even been appointed, it would have been better. You see, like Jacob. He knew that Jacob now either get a blessing or a curse. And the, wife, the mother said, you, the, the curse will be, in case a, bless, a curse is coming, I will take it. Should in case the whole thing twists, I will take it. So, we need to develop relationship with the person. How do you develop a relationship with somebody? By talking to the person. And the person talking to you. That's the way to develop a relationship. The more muted you are, the less of a relationship you can have with the person. The more you communicate, and there is communication, the more the relationship can be developed. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Yes. So, one of the, like for instance, sometimes I talk to people. I realize that they are very close to me because they are listening to my thing. They are not in Ghana. People who are outside are closer than people who are here. It's true. Because they, they don't see me physically, they assume they don't know what I'm saying. So they really get, they want to know. But those who are with me think that because I'm here with them, they know what is going on and they know what I'm preaching. In Tina, many of us don't come for shepherd service, sometimes Tuesdays, different services, because you, you assume that there are people who are just waiting on the internet. If they, the next message should just come on the internet so that they will know what is going on. And when you go, you see they are... Recently, I went to South Africa. It's as though those people have followed me to England. Here, here, different programs that I have. They are following the thing. When I say something, the South African, they were speaking to me. They were saying, when I was saying, Intin or something, then they also answered, Intin we have come for the camp meeting. Said, hey. Oh, is it not true? Yeah. I was saying, Intin something, I was saying that, now sometimes I don't want to say then they all respond now we have come we have also come for this carpet because we want to get South Africans Zulus yeah but we are here you see and there is that assumption that you, know, you don't know the fact that you are near me physically it doesn't mean that you know at all the fact that I shake your hand does not the fact that you sit in front does not mean that you know me spiritually yeah one day Jesus said to somebody, you are not far from the kingdom. That means that you can be far or near. When they tell you are not far, it means you could have been far. And that far is not that you are three miles on earth, but spiritually, the distance is not far now. So you may be physically close, I mean physically just by you, but spiritually you'll be on the moon. The distance is from here to the moon. You are by me always, oh. Don't do that. I have had several people in my life like that. One day I had a person, he was with me all the time. Oh, I went on visitation with him. I went on everything with him. And then one day he went to England. I was waiting to hear this a brother who does visiting, Bible study, sharing the word. Now he was in England. I said, I knew this brother is going to do well. What did I find out? He has totally backslidden it was so what do you call it for me that i went to london and i said if i don't look for anybody i will look for this my close buddy 
I go visitation with him, prayer meetings with him. We moved. He used to stay near my house. He, we were even related. He would come to my house, upstairs into my room. I went to look for him in, in London. When I got to so about 3 a.m. in the night, I called, I got there, 2, 3 a.m. We had London, we have buses and we have night buses. By the time I was going, there's no normal bus, only night bus. The night bus will take you to Trafalgar Square in the middle of the night. You catch another bus, you get home in the morning. There was no, I walk and walk and find address until I came to number this, this. Every street in London looks the same until I found his house and I knock on the door. I said, he said, Dad, come in. I came in. I was with somebody. When we came, I said, ah, I, 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 I don't know what I said. I knew you would come. And we were sitting there. And I said, brother, why? What is happening? Then he gave me albums to, to look. He said, I want to you see him lying on a girl. A girl's lying on him. He's smoking. He took out his cigarette. I said, well, I want you to see. What I do? Then, then, then I was about to say, look, these are the scriptures you say. You say, this the dog does not return to his vomit. These are the scriptures you say. This, 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 this. He, brought, he, 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 he brought the scriptures for the, for the visitation. <laughs> yeah. And I realized that in as much as I had been with him, he had not gotten something solid spiritually and that is why when there was the slightest rainstorm on a bonincion when there is rain that's when you see whether your house was built well yeah recently the, my house the all the rain came to the roof and, and i saw that although there was a roof it was not a correct roof <laughs> Are you there? Yeah. So don't be, you see, that is the problem. Cathedral. Mega church one, the close people are far and the far people are close. But it must change. It has changed from tonight. I say it has changed from tonight. Why should somebody who is sitting in London be closer than somebody who is sitting right here? Why should I have more to do with somebody who is far away than somebody who is near? It's because I've had pastors who are not interested and they cause a spiritual traffic jam. That's why now when you see any pastor who is hindering you, I am giving you the authority. Brother, excuse us. You are spoiling our own friendship with our pastor. Yeah. Do you know that when I go and preach out at other churches, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that I'm not at the cathedral. Huh? Is it a good thing? My church, oh. I'm happy that I'm in another church. I'm so happy. Huh? I'm so happy. Is it right? Yeah. So you must now desire to go for your spiritual blessings. Yes. You have your birthright that before you found out you were not in Adenta branch. You were not in a Kofuridua branch. You were not in Kotobabi branch. You were not in Lankwantanam branch. Oh, you realize you were in the cathedral. Ah, welcome. 
now that you are here you've got your birthright now your blessing don't let your blessing be given to a far person you are a big fool if you do that and from today you will never be a fool foolishness is ended in your life from tonight I said foolishness is ended in your life from tonight get what you can so that the spirit that makes you see when you see Billy Graham you have to know what makes Billy Graham Billy Graham and I'm not, I'm not trying to say that I'm important or great but what I want to tell you is that you have to use spiritual things Jesus said you shall know them by their fruits do I have fruits or not do you have fruits or not yes do I have fruits or not that's how you know you can never assess me by my car my car is one of the most useless things because you see I can drive any car on this earth there's no car that has been withheld from me if I want to drive the latest Mercedes Benz I will not even telephone. I will send a text. I say, I want SL, this, 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 this text message. It will, it will be bought. Today is what? Today, Thursday. It will be bought tomorrow. It will be bought tomorrow. Tomorrow. If the shop, unless the shop is on holiday. But if the shop is on, it will be bought tomorrow. And I'll have it. How many weeks? Three, six, six weeks it will be here. Yeah, it can be everything. Eh? But airbags on the side, airbags on the left, like that. Never use a car. Car, I, I don't. I do not use a car. A car that I use cannot tell you what I am or who I am. If I drive a shiny car, it may offend some people. It may make some people happy. If I drive myself, it may make some people happy. It may make them, don't don't use it. What I have, what I don't. you don't know. You don't know. You don't know. Don't use it. You see, it, it, it is it is wrong. If you want to know who I am, don't look at my preso. Because although I can afford many things, this is the only shoe that I have. This is the only slipper that I have in the whole world. That's, if it's lost, the other day my son took my shoe. He went out. I was going out. I couldn't find any shoe. So I grew up. I said, where are my shoes? They said, not going. He has taken it because his feet are now big. So he has worn my shoe by mistake and has gone out. So when he came, I said, how do you take my shoes? And I have one pair of shoes. I can have hundreds, but I've chosen to have one. So if you are now judging me that, oh man, he has only one pair of shoes, so God is not with him. God is not with me because I have one pair of shoes. God is not with me because I have one pair of shoes. Because I'm not wearing a shiny whatever. I know what I like. That's what is nice to me. This shirt, that is what is nice to me. And that's what I've worn. Yeah. That, 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 that is it. Oh, you don't get what I'm saying? Yeah, it's my choice what I decided to wear. That's what I'm wearing. It's not that I can afford or I cannot afford. No, 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 no at all. No, 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 no. My trousers can be made in um, Wato Club or it can be made at Wato. Is that the place? Yeah. Wato or it can be made in where? Uh, 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 London. Uh, what's the name of that shop? High and Mighty. My father, the shop that he went to, was High and Mighty. That's tall and fat, big people, different, longer sizes and special, high and mighty. Is that not the name of the show? Yeah, you don't buy normal size there. Long, this, tall, whatever. Yeah. That's where my father went shopping. But you can't use that. 
You can't use that. You can't use whether I go to London or not. I was born in London. I wasn't born in Ghana. I was born there. I was born there. I'm not, you can't say, oh, he's in London. No, no, no. I was born there. That's where I was born. I was born at 11 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a matter of... Those physical things, when you look at it, you will, you will be deceived so much that I, I feel sorry for you. And unfortunately... You know, at different stages of different people's life. Like Ben Hinn, there was a time I used to like wearing a lot of diamonds and gold. Now when you look at it, it doesn't seem to wear all those diamonds and gold. But sometimes when it means you take off the diamonds. Yeah, if you don't, you may not see. But I, I can tell you what I've been watching something. Uh, you may say, so today is wearing diamond, tomorrow is not wearing the diamonds. What does it mean? You will be misled. Look at the fruits. Look at the fruits and be steady in what you are looking at. Don't look at things. You are being deceived. Maybe I like savings, so all my money I use for something, I only wear the same trousers. One day a pastor came to Accra and he came to stay in my house when we were going to church on Sunday. When he saw me, he said, ah. and then he kept quiet. Then we went to church. Then later he said, I was so surprised. So why? He said, because he's a pastor abroad. When I travel, I wear one dress, blue, black, from day one to day hundred till I return. I don't wear anything else. So he thought I had only one. So, so when he came on Sunday, I was wearing a suit. He said, I've never, I never knew you had even a suit. So I have some. And the fact that I have not worn it doesn't mean don't follow such things. You are a foolish man when you are thinking of uh, clothes and shoes. It should not deceive you. Do you know why I carry, do you know why I wear only one thing? Do you know why I wear only one thing when I travel? I won't tell you. <laughs> yeah. I don't have to do whether I have one or I have two or whatever now. Because different people, some people like dressing. You may meet somebody who likes dressing so much, it will confuse you. You may meet somebody who doesn't like dressing at all. Just does the same thing. He's always wearing the same, but anointing. Don't look at that. Look at anointing. Look at fruits. And decide, I have to get something from this. I tell you, this is the first step to becoming anointed. You have to look at the right things. You have to, you have to focus your eye on something. Don't focus your eye on the wrong thing. Focus your eye on one, only one thing. By their fruit, you know what you are dealing with. That is why people cannot relate. Sometimes God blesses and raises up the higher. That's why, me, right now, I am poised to learn a lot from Nigeria. One of my major learning places is Nigeria. I personally believe the ministry in Nigeria is at least 20 to 40 years ahead of the ministry in Ghana. I have decided fully to learn and absorb what I don't know. But if I look at the natural the corruption, the bad things, the bad stories of Nigeria, I will be confused and I will not learn it. And I will miss what, I am, what is very valuable there. Because the biggest church in the world is not in Korea. It's not in America. It is in Nigeria. Very simple. So, you need to look at the right things and catch something 
that you need to catch. Can I have an amen? amen. Are you there? Yes. Are you listening to me? Yes. Now, hmm? what am I talking about? I've given you all the relationship. Childbirth. Now I'm talking about how to get your blessing. How to get power with God. Do you see? To succeed in the supernatural. Do you understand what I'm saying? To succeed in the supernatural. Okay? You need the supernatural. You don't just need the natural. You need the supernatural. Are you listening to me? How many want the supernatural? The best key I can give you to becoming a supernatural person is to be a copycat. Yeah, that's the simplest formula. Copycat. You see, I don't want to confuse you. I can go round and round and round and round and round. But all you need to do is to be a... You know Paula White. How many have heard of Paula? She, she doesn't have any shame about it. She said, my father is T.D. Jakes. Huh? It's no more T.D. Jakes. She said she's a clone. She's a clone of T.D. Jakes. She has no shame about When she's preaching, what T.D. Jakes has preached? <laughs> she holds it like that. And preach exactly with the same name and the same everything. She's, you see, and she's the only, she's a star. After Joyce Mayer or Joyce she says, suddenly from nowhere, she comes, you see her name, Paula. And her husband is Randy. <laughs> she's a star. She's a spiritualist because she has shame. It, it's wonderful. It's, um, it's a very wonderful thing. Just like my little Paula. And I say, it's not yesterday's last time. And she say, last time. Immediately, no. Uh, it's okay. Next, I'll say it the right. I'll say it the right time next time. <laughs> Copycat. Copycat. One day somebody said, "Hey, you walk like your father." And I thought to myself, who should I work like? Who President Kufo or Rollins or who? Who is my father? My father is my father. So if you tell that I work my, like my father, it can never be an insult. I should be working like my father. That's what I have seen. Zimbo, I want you to be the most anointed oily shepherd. And pastors that have ever seen mega church too. There will be no anointing free shepherd in this church. Stand up. Lord, have mercy now on you. I need you. I need you. Oh, Lord, forgive me.
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sit down. Now, I see several shepherds climbing to a mountain of anointing. I see a vision somebody is climbing to the top you will never lack anointing from tonight hey come on The next key to the father's blessing you need the highest kind of commitment amen the highest kind of commitment look when something is very very important eh, you need the highest kind of commitment you do you need to be committed okay you need to be committed you see for us to become anointed shepherds and to get the spiritual blessings that you I see falling on you now. And it's not just something that is coming to flash over, but something that is coming to stay on you. You need to be committed. I said you need to be committed. You need to be committed in every way. Power with God and with man. That when it comes to God, you are heavily progressed. So number one, you need the highest kind of commitment. And there are four types of commitment. Number one is fair weather commitment. Fair weather is commitment when the weather is good. Mercy. Number two, you see, when weather is good, when things are working well, you are going to come. Now, for instance, right now, let's take it that we are, you see, we are now starting the church. You understand? So, when the canoe is being pushed into the water, there are some people who come to push. But when the canoe is in the water, there are those who run and jump inside. We are now about to push the canoe into the water. Long ago, Reverend Marquay, he told me this story. He is the one who gave me this. He said, there are those who come to push the canoe into the water. Because he's from Labadi. And there are those when the canoe is in the water, they come and jump in. He's the one who told me. I have never forgotten. And I realize when you are starting something, there are those who will be standing by. But when the thing is working, 
And they was, oh, I was there from the beginning. Oh, I was there. I've been there for eight years. Oh, I've been, oh, oh I'm there. This and that. Oh, I know. I, oh, I'm very old. Oh, yeah. Your mouth like you are very close. <laughs> Zimbo. Are you there? Yes. Are you there? Yes. Is it time to close or something? All right. Fair weather. When things are good. The Bible says even a poor man, his his neighbor, even his neighbor is far. Coco, Coco, Who is it? Mr. Opoman. I'm asleep. Tell him that I have gone out. And the child will come and say, Daddy says I should tell you that he has gone out. <laughs> and you feel so sad. When things are not working, nobody wants to know you. Nobody wants to be your friend. In China, I prefer my people who have been with me in darkness. As we go on, I will remember you. I pray. God should forgive me if I don't. Number two. Situational friendship. Like when the situation is a certain way, they are very committed. Like maybe the church is in Collegon. So they are very committed to the cathedral. Then when the church moved to Kaneshi, they are not very committed to the church. So when the situation changes, or maybe they go and stay at Adenta, then they are no more committed to the cathedral. We have put all such white sheep outside. We are dealing with spotted speckle from Kasoa to Pram Pram from Choco to Insawam. We are brothers and it's the cathedral. We are spotted and speckled. We are brown and Church chapter 2 Build the church Serve the Lord Spread the gospel We have failed before We will never fail again to the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. Build the church.
Sketches that got me drunk We lost thoughts and his speckle We are brown and pink streaked We are... No, 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 no Okay, I painted and spent. You need to do certain things about that. We can't handle it. We are entering. We are entering. I think you have to. Mega church. Chapter 2. Yes, it rises. We are entering. Mega church. Chapter 2. But 